Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Housewives Archives, a podcast where we discuss in great depth all things real housewives. My name is James Evans, and joining me is CFO of Zarin Fabrics. It's Ellie Nunn. <laughs> hey, James. How's it going? It's going well. As you can see, I'm coming to you from my bed today. Yeah, you look very professional. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I've got a very Sonia energy going on at the moment. Like very f- sort of flapping about everything and nothing. Uh, very sort of I don't have time for anything. But like a couple of interns locked in the cupboard exactly. somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Try and pin me down on any one project I've got. It's like I couldn't give you an answer. You know how there's all those shots of her in bed in the morning being handed her like four blackberries with the dog up there and she's like licking her face. She's wearing a tiara for some reason. She's like sniffing her undies. Yeah, I know the very scene. I'm right. I'm right there. <laughs> You're that kind of energy, are you? Good. How are you? I'm very, um, not Heather Holler energy, I guess, but I'm feeling like a, a badass business bitch. Oh, wow. That's kind of my energy. Yeah. So we're, we're serving up like opposite ends. Yeah, this is hopefully we're going to meet in the middle for something truly mediocre. <laughs> Which we are kind of setting ourselves up for that. No, actually, no, I'm not going to be. Why am I being such Stop a Debbie Downer? that right now. Yeah, sorry. That's not what Heather would say. She wouldn't. That's not a Heather energy whatsoever. No, 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 sir. Come on, mama. So, we're, so I, I am excited. I'm also nervous because um, we're doing another Kelly episode, as um, as you know. If you haven't listened to our Kelly episode, it's episode number three. I highly recommend that you go back, do some listening, get some context. It will only, you know, heighten this experience today because we're going to need as much context and help as possible. It'll only hijack one hour of your life. Absolutely gone. You'll never get it back. But we're going to attempt to pass through Kelly's book which, as I mentioned last episode, is a kind of a mixture of genres. It kind of defies any sort of label in particular, so it's very in keeping with Kelly's style. And the reason that I was drawn to this is that, I don't know, here we're a couple of academics. That's our thing. That's what we do. And I think that we're always looking for truth and we're looking for the greater depth and meaning Mm. in things. And in my quest i i don't want to give up on a challenge and i find kelly a challenge because i feel like we never really got to grips with her so this is like my last ditch attempt to kind of get something out of her and i'm going back to my uni days here because i one thing that i learn is that you should always go back to the source you know you need to you make your argument and mm. then you narrow in with some get back to that source close material. reading of the text absolutely and sometimes you just, you know, you let those words speak for themselves. And I, I suspect that this may be one of those moments. So this is sort of our last ditch excavation. And then we're ditching her for good, I promise. So tell me a little more about the book. This book is, I think, the closest anyone will get to understanding Kelly because, and how her mind works, because it's, it's literally just her internal monologue. It's her unfettered id without any editing whatsoever and you know just a quick read of the first paragraph does confirm that there was indeed no editor involved and i also want to be very clear from the get-go that i did very little work for this episode this was um taken from a reddit chain that i stumbled across in which a user i I don't know i'm not very reddit savvy but the user i think is called efa and um they're the poor unfortunate soul who um attempted to read said book cover to cover Mm -hmm. and highlight its most on-brand Kelly moments. I find it was a great read. It was a very punishing read as well. And I don't want to spare you that punishment. So I'm now inflicting it onto you, if that's okay. Wonderful. Yeah, sounds like Paradise Lost. I'm there. It's a modern day masterpiece. (laughs) So (laughs) considering that I haven't told you anything about what the book is about, but you know it's by Kelly. Nothing whatsoever. Nothing whatsoever. Yeah, just to make very clear, I have no concept whatsoever i haven't told you anything yeah what i've agreed to to put myself through you're shackled to the bed so i'm excited so would you like to guess what the title is oh okay um is it is it something to do with kelly time no is it like it's kelly time (laughs) it's Um, in that vein it's said in that exact voice um is it I'm guessing it's not one of her lines from no, the show. It's not. I'm not quite sure why I'm I'm going back. And, yeah, I don't I don't know why I'm over. doing this to you, but um, I will tell you the title. Tell of me, the book. tell me the title. So the title of the book is 
I can make you hot. The supermodel diet. <laughs> so it's a big promise. And there's an exclamation mark there as well. Oh, I already want to read. I'm hooked already. Yeah, it's exciting. I want to be hot. I don't know about you. Absolutely. I don't, I've never felt hot. Always. Um, but, you know, I think it's never too late in life. And Did you say the diary of a supermodel or the diet of a supermodel? The diet. No, the supermodel diet. The supermodel diet. So it's a so it's a food book. It's essentially if you had to if if it was in, you know, W. H. Smith's or, you know, Waterstones or something, it would be under the food section, I guess. Would it be under the like the life improvement section? Like well it's a it's section? a bit of that. It's part that and then at the back there's recipes. But again, I use the term recipes very loosely. Why is it just like eat some jelly beans? <laughs> there are proper recipes, but also there well you'll see when we get there. But it's um Okay. It's not just a book on how to be thin. It's a book on how to be hot. And as we'll soon discover, mm. hot is a kind of very broad term and it can affect you in all parts of life. So no stone will be unturned here. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Uh, now, can you promise, is this going to make me hot by the end of the episode? Well, if you put because the work I in, I really use that right now. Yeah, I think we well, all could. You are talking to a girl sitting in sweatpants and like a giant sweatshirt covered in focaccia crumbs from where she ate her lunch in bed so i feel like the bar's pretty low for me to have some like hotness improvement over yeah the next kelly half kelly hour. would not say that that is hot i literally look like a before picture there's no guarantees that you're going to be the after picture but you know we can but try because i'm not quite sure what hot the- is actually <laughs> having read the book myself. at the end of the <laughs> at the end of the episode am i going to be asked to be on the cover of playboy for their 50 year anniversary Oh, because that's only. a big deal, James. Maybe that's next time she does deal. a Halloween invite, you could be like the N or something. You know, she was the A. You could I be would like love one of the to. Other letters. Okay, so um, the it's available on Amazon at the reasonable price of one dollar thirty-five in the used good condition. <laughs> Although it's weird because basically, <laughs> inexplicably, all of it's available to read for free on the Amazon preview. So I'm not quite sure what happened there. Right. And uh, let's take a look at the blurb first. We'll judge this book by its cover. Please. So the blurb reads, in, I can... What is the cover? Sorry. It's it's very similar. Before you read the blurb, what's the cover? Off the top of my head. Oh, I don't have it in front of me. Off the top of my head, it's very similar to Class with the Countess. I'm thinking lots of like pinks. What was the cover of Class with the Countess? It's like pink and white and then Luanne just sort of lying on her front. You know, like back in the 90s when families did those like, portraits and they were sort of just larking around on the floor tickling each Mm. other and things let me have a look or so i've heard anyway so kelly so kelly isn't one of her letters she's not like the h in (laughs) hot no she missed a trick there didn't she um okay let's see so it's um sorry i take this back so it's a white background kelly's sitting Mm -hmm. on a side she's got a pink top on and a ripped jean and then the text is Ooh. pink and it's I can is quite small text. And then make you is in bigger text underneath. And then hot is at the very bottom in very large lettering with an exclamation mark as well. And then within the O, it says the supermodel diet. Okay. Right. So it's to be read, I can make you hot. Quite aggressive from the get go. And that aggression will follow us through the rest of the book. Let me tell you. Wonderful. Right. So read me the blurb, So please. the blurb reads, In I Can Make You Hot, I'm going to clue you into all the tricks I've learned from a variety of experts and that I now use to live my own life. I want you to be the best you. Happy, attractive, shapely. <laughs> <laughs> shapely! Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> You're going to be shapely by the I time we're done with this really podcast, funny. let me tell you. <laughs> I'm already shapely, trust me. Shapely feels like a weird shady backhanded yeah, copper yeah. when someone's like, mm, I'm so fat, shapely. I feel so fat. And it's like, no. you're not fat, you're shapely. <laughs> you're voluptuous. <laughs> if, I had a, if I had a pound for every time someone's told me that I'm shapely or voluptuous, then I would have a fair <laughs> few pounds. No, like, not like the weight sense, just the, the currency sense. Like, 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 exactly. Just like enough to buy okay, this okay. book. Anyway. <laughs> um, happy, attractive, shapely, interested, interesting. And most of all, smoking hot. Hot's in all capital letters. Hot throughout the book is always in capital letters with an exclamation mark. 
So why why is smoking hot and attractive in the same sentence? Do they don't mean the same thing? Well, we'll get to hot is a many wondered thing, Ellie. Oh, sorry. Is that like your essence? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a certain je ne sais quoi. It's um. It's like your mojo. Okay. You know. Hmm. Yeah, I think I left my mojo back in 2019, <laughs> so I wouldn't know. It then goes on to promise that the um, experience of reading this book will be like, in quotes, rooming with a supermodel and going on a diet together. So hell. Exactly. Like I'm so not... absolute hell on yeah, earth. The thought of being trapped in a studio apartment with Kelly Ben Simone of all people and then starving ourselves together truly is... Literally. I not worse. <laughs> And literally they're like so basically read this book and it will be the experience of like feeling awful about yourself and then occasionally having like a cotton bud dipped in orange juice for lunch and the fact that oh, she's presenting it as something really exciting is just further heightens the madness that we're about to delve into i think mm, so the introduction yeah. is called what's hot and what's not oh so we're off the blurb we're off the blurb we're now inside now the blurb. we're in we're in we're off to the races so almost immediately, Kelly reassures us that she was not the gorgeous, talented socialite that she is today. She says, no. Oh. Let's just say that I was never one of those tiny, cute, blonde girls who guys named their hamsters after. <laughs> Excuse me? James, how many hamsters have you had named after you? I can but guess, you know. I hope two, three. Yeah. Two or three feels like a solid number. I feel like that's, in a weird way, sort of Kelly's ranking system, like how she measures hotness these days, like how many hamsters you're worth. Uh, yeah. Like, she's probably like seven on the hamster scale. Mm. I had a hamster called Muffy. Who was that named after? <laughs> Is that your crush? Sadly, no one. I thought you said, was that your crutch? No. <laughs> well, that, you know, to each their own. <laughs> no, funny story. My little brother genuinely named his hamster after a jet ski instructor we had on a holiday who was called Bumble, who he just really liked as a friend. So maybe Kelly's not wrong. Were they hot? I don't think I could say. I was like 12 at the time, but I think he was cool. Well, okay, this is interesting because I was going to say, I'm not I'm not a straight man, neither are you. I don't have ex- access to a straight man, so... I, I need someone to verify whether or not this is a thing. Exactly. I feel like potentially we've just been sat there mocking it. And the truth is, that's just because we've never had a hamster named after us. Oh, shit. Is it going to be like this the whole way through? People are going to be laughing at us thinking that we just haven't gone in there. We haven't understood it. <sighs> so let's just carry on through past this. Hamsters aside. So before we can learn how to be hot, we have to know what mm. hot is. And I think this was something that, you know, you wanted to get to the bottom of, which is understandable. Please tell me. So Kelly wastes no time in getting us up to speed. She says, When I was trying to come up with a title for this book, I kept asking myself how I would define what I love. Hot is the word that best describes what I love, and it's not a word I throw around lightly. I should mention at this point, she goes on to use the word about 20,000 times throughout the book. (laughs) She says, Hot is attractive, unique, and first rate, never mediocre. So we're out. Avril Lavigne made a video called Hot. There are hot issues of all my favourite magazines. <laughs> Hotmail.com. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to... Sorry. I'm confused. Yeah. Is Kelly saying, therefore, Avril Lavigne is hot? Or is she saying Avril Lavigne gets it because she made a video called Hot? Or is she now literally just listing things with the word hot in them? I think what she's saying is, is that Avril Lavigne has contributed so much to modern day popular culture that probably makes her hot and therefore she's in a position where she can then dictate what hotness is and then pass that on to us mere plebs so if avril lavigne has decreed that her music video is hot then it's got to be hot does that make sense no avril lavigne also did a music video called girlfriend it doesn't mean that she's like the nation's girlfriend you're wrong It does. That was I mean, a tune. I love that song. She's hot and she's a girlfriend. Okay? Do you remember that when she came back and everyone was like, what happened to Avril Lavigne? Like, isn't there like a rumour that she's been replaced with like another person? You know what, James? I don't want to get into it. I don't know yeah, why I even opened that box. we don't need your kind of I, like, lifted the lid this podcast. No, <laughs> close that Pandora's box again. We, we've got enough of this to deal with this episode, all right? I'm sorry. You I feel that. like you were talking about Hotmail. Continue. 
So she says, Hotmail.com was given that name to indicate it was the best email service, and UrbanDictionary.com, whose definitions are created by their readers, defines hot as, among other things, attractive, the best, and somebody who makes you wish you had a pause button when they walk by because you don't want that moment to end. I want you to feel like that someone. Health, wellness, and fitness are always hot topics. Hot may be a buzzword, but it's also how I describe the best there is and the best you can be. I've used the word... Sorry, I just... Sorry, I just... First of all, the number of times she's now said the word hot, but not necessarily in the context of now in, like, in her inverted commas hot, so, like, saying hot topics there is a dead giveaway that this girl has not had a ghostwriter in this instance. Oh, 100%. And therefore, I don't think that there would be a Bookgate scandal coming out of this release no. if she was still on the show. Aviva would not be coming after her, for sure. Yeah, we could all agree on that. Nope. She would be like, nope, you're all good. It's all yours. Second of all, I also feel like she's now described hot as meaning attractive three times, and we've been talking for like seven minutes. <laughs> So we know hot, attractive is definitely hot. And we also know that literally... We all knew that! That's not hot new! <laughs> well, Ellie, hotmail.com is also hot. Come on, we're learning stuff. This is fun. Jesus. Right. We're continue. not done. Final sentence. She says, I've used the word smoking hot for everything from a killer chicken wing red sauce. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've used the word smoking hot for everything from a killer chicken wing red sauce to a coveted couture gown. <laughs> God. Oh, so stupid. Oh. To a coveted couture gown. So, yeah, like you, there's a lot to unpack here. She's telling us to aspire to, to chicken wing status. <laughs> That's one of the facets of hotness. So we know that it... it it's, Absolutely. It's, 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 a, it's, a... it's what I think whenever my Nando's arrives. <laughs> She's hot, yeah. I'm like, if only, if only I could <laughs> achieve grilled chicken wrap status. It's a very abstract concept that is bigger than all of us. But it's... Um, I just want to fact check something here because it was really bothering me. Um, a cursory Google search reveals that hotmail.com was not given the name to indicate it was the best email service. <laughs> It's actually a reference to the use of HTML to create web pages. So to be hitmal. Yeah, exactly. So do you do you have anything that was you want that to say about that? Was that weighing very heavy? Yeah, I have nothing more to say. We've just got to keep moving. Just got to. That's the it. first paragraph. Yes. Can you count how many times she said the word "hot" in that one paragraph, please? Oh, okay. One. Okay, you don't have to count out loud, but. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, James, it is not a word she uses lightly. <laughs> Nine is a hot number. She really thought this through. It is through. a hot number. She's working on multiple levels here. So Double figures would have been excessive. She takes us through a few scenes from her past now to illustrate how she's come to understand the true meaning of hot and how that we okay. should trust her. You know, she's a savant when it comes to hotness. And mm-hmm. these are just a few examples of the pearls of wisdom that she's gracious enough to share with us she says is skinny hot naturally skinny is hot starving yourself in order to change your natural body type in order to get skinny is not hot okay isn't this a supermodel diet book yes it's like a size zero (laughs) diet book but also naturally skinny is hot but in order to diet in order to get skinny is not hot Okay, I'm having quite a big FU moment. So for anybody listening, I am five foot ten with very large boobs and a very small waist and then big hips, Um, like a sort of midlife crisis Jessica Rabbit. (laughs) My point being that like, you know, across my life, I've, I've done various crash diets to try and, you know, look good in in like a Zara strapless straight down dress and what I've discovered is that no matter how extreme the diet no matter what I did I couldn't change my frame I couldn't change the fact that my natural build just on a basic level I'm I'm very tall um, and consequently I can be uh, shapely or whatever she wanted to call it I can be fit I I look after myself and, and you know, I I 
try and stay healthy and run every other day, but I'm never going to be sort of thin or like skinny. I just don't have that body type. So straight off the bat, Kelly Ben has just told me that I'm incapable of achieving uh, Nando's hot, hot <laughs> status because I'm not naturally thin. Therefore, my only option would be to to starve myself well um, i think what she's then going to segue into what i suspect is going to be the case is she's then going to say however like loving yourself just the way you are is hot you know it's too little too late james it's too little too <laughs> late the damage has been okay. done okay um do you want to know what else is hot what else is hot Bethany Hamilton, the young surfer who lost an arm in a shark attack and didn't let it stop her from pursuing a sport she loves. <laughs> She's smoking hot. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> no, that's, that is amazing. But it's not not what I thought you were going to say next. No? I thought it was going to be another like spice-based dish. Now... At this point, Kelly's established that she's well-versed on the subject of hotness, but she doesn't want to mislead us into thinking that she's just like us. She says to do that would be disingenuous, and you won't believe me anyway. I may be more like you than you think. My hair may be ready for Victoria's Secret, but my values are still Midwestern. Eh? Oh, if I had a nickel for every time I've used that phrase. (laughs) Thank God she's Midwestern. She does have an obsession with that. I remember she would bring it up a lot on the show. She'd always be like, guys, I'm Midwestern. And I don't know what that means. No. Um, so then, I was trying to think of the an equivalent over here, no. but I, I don't think me being like, guys, I'm from Chiswick, has the same <laughs> impact. No, <I> <laughs> but your hair's Victoria's Secret, so that's all that matters. All the way. She then uh, stresses the importance of note-taking. She says, I urge you to make notes as you go along, either in the book itself, or if writing in a book is anathema to you, in a little notebook to use as your own personal guide. Jotting down ideas as they pop into your head is the best way to process them, and be sure they don't leave again before you've had a chance to commit them to long-term memory. Then, if you've made a mistake... Wait, what? (laughs) Yes. Wait, (laughs) I'm so confused. This is a book. It's... Why am I committing what to memory? About all the facets of hotness and how to achieve them, Ellie. Why, why can't I just carry her book around? <laughs> why would I have to carry another book around in which I've just written down? It's, it's not... Because note-taking may be anathema to you. <laughs> <laughs> Got it? <laughs> Continue. Um, then, if you've made a mistake, when you do go back and see it there on paper, you'll remind yourself not to do it again. Or, as I like to say, you'll avoid getting bitten by the same food dog twice. (laughs) 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 I'm anxious to find out what these mistakes are. It's, you'll see. I don't want to give anything away, Ellie. Sorry. Okay, okay. So, um, so we've gotten to the end of our introduction now, would you believe? And Ooh, um, I'm exhausted. I know. Time to end the podcast. The podcast. Um, the book is organised. <laughs> <laughs> the book is. Or- shut it down. Shut it down. down. I want you to shut it down. <laughs> so the book is organised into seven chapters. One for. Would you like to guess? Hotness. No, each day of the week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It could have been okay. the Seven Dwarfs, knowing Kelly Ben Simone, though. Like, fair enough. So we start our journey. So are we on Monday, yeah, appropriately enough. And the name uh, and the title of Monday is "Make a List, Plan, and Prepare." And we're immediately blessed with a Kelly pep talk. She says, "What are your goals for yourself? If you're going to make changes in your life, you need to have a plan. You need to prepare, and you need to take the time to get it right, so that you don't wind up wasting your time." This is my plan, and from now on. It's going to be yours. Monday's going to be the day when you make You know a- what, James? I Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I thought he- <laughs> I was on a roll there. I hoped that we were done. Nope. I know, but it You know what? That really that really hit home for a second. I feel like the clouds parted and I really heard sense there and maybe it's cuz I've got this very chaotic energy going on at the moment, but that really made me reflect for a second and think I do need a plan. Ellie, no. I, don't. Don't I do need to. Because and it's happening. I'm going to the other side, James. No, throughout reading I'm like this. I'm looking for a little notebook <laughs> near my bed. Well, throughout reading this, I was thinking, I was pitting the poor unfortunate soul who actually there must be someone out there who is like I need to make a change and they picked up Kelly Ben Simone's book and they're following her guidance word for word. 
not writing notes in the book but in a notebook separately because note taking in the book is anathema to them and they're taking this all to heart and i don't want you to be that person ellie i'm not there with you physically so i wish i could save you but i, I implore you to use any kind of mental i think you i can feel my transition to hotness beginning <laughs> how does it feel i already feel a little more shapely <laughs> uh, so um so because it's monday it's the day when we do our big shop so she says the next time you're in tesco to does she say tesco no she says when you're in the supermarket she says oh, i've had like a very small heart attack <laughs> she's just like oh sally you don't want to be that person who's snacking while you're shopping that's not hot period and i actually do know what Why? she means because I, you don't want i don't i don't like snacking in public because once i was snacking on something walking down the street and i bumped into someone and i could sense that they were looking down at me because of it really yeah look i mean right now that feels very foreign because we're all masked up and like shopping on our own stuff like that if it would feel quite weird to be like like snacking in public or or or, or to, to be honest i walk out with like my hands like jammed in my pockets and a mask on and and just don't want to touch my face but i think in a pre-corona world i i don't think i think that was weird i think is there like a judgment thing on that i mean i don't i don't and i'm not saying this in like a holier than that way i don't personally snack very much i tend to i'm mm-hmm. quite good at like i i only really eat at meal times um but i i don't think i'd find it weird if someone else was well i think this instance i'm thinking of i rarely snack in public as well and i was just really hungry and i remember buying a packet of crisps and i kind of like got to the end of the bag and was kind of like scraping it out for all it was worth and that's when i saw the person i just remembered it was like a bit of a okay so i think that might be what they were judging if you were like licking the foil and like (laughs) pouring the last few crumbs in and then sort of like deep throating your fingers like that might have been the judgment James, i thought that was hot the fact that you were snacking on a packet of crisps <laughs> no oh. kelly says not hot. not hot the chapter then suddenly and inexplicably comes to a close with the assertion that human contact is hot texting <laughs> is not <laughs> what this hasn't aged well in the time of coronavirus <laughs> human contact at the moment is very much not hot texting has to be hot Texting is so hot this year. Are you ready for Tuesday? Well, I guess I am, but apparently Monday's done. Yeah, sorry, got to keep moving. So the chapter four... I didn't make a note. Oh, wait, hang on, I didn't <laughs> say it right. Too late. So Tuesday's... <laughs> just move on. So Tuesday's entitled, A Little Home. <laughs> and a little, oh yeah. <laughs> it's all about balance. <laughs> That is the official. Uh, that is the official term God. to describe the yin yang balance. Um, A little bit of oh yeah. Well, it's kind of said with that kind of cheeky Kelly Ben Simone charm that we've all come to know and love. You know. Hey, I'm here for yeah. it. So it's imperative that you work out, says Kelly. Ideally in traffic. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, um, she does actually touch on this in a second. She says, "I've never met a smoking hot couch potato, and I bet you haven't either." Her personal exercise routine. Uh, hello. <laughs> I think my aspirin on my mattress right now would disagree. I'd <laughs> like to make a little point. Um, she says her personal exercise routine combine her personal exercise routine. She shares her personal. She shares <laughs> her personal exercise routine combines aerobics and yoga because life is all about balance. And then she says, um, in a little panel on the side called Hot Tip, she says, um, don't call it working out. Oh, I, wait, hang on. I've got, I've got my notebook. Yeah, make wait, note. give me the hot tip. Yeah. Don't call it working out because exercise shouldn't be work. Bollocks. A lot of the stuff that she says, I feel like you would find on um, like a novelty wine glass that Luanne would give to Jill Zarin. You know, like things that you yes. would find in um, TK Maxx. So she then says, um, if you'd like to spend a morning in the style of um, herself, it's as easy as eating a couple of oranges and drinking coffee. I love coffee. I would probably marry coffee if it proposed. <laughs> if it was anyone else. She's such a joker. She's such a joker. She likes to keep it light. So she talks about her workout routine and famously running in traffic. And she likes. she wants to take this mm. moment to clear something up. Um, and it's something that we kind of dragged her for when we did her Kelly episode a couple of weeks ago. So I think we really want to focus on this. She says, run in the street instead of on the sidewalk. I took a lot of flack for this when they filmed me on season two of The Real Housewives of New York City. 
The thing is, I think that people walking down the street while texting are a lot more dangerous than a car. Drivers will go out of their way to avoid you. And then she puts in brackets, accidents are too much paperwork and they really mess up a day. What? (laughs) I thought you were going to give me an actual explanation. No, no. Drivers will avoid you. It's too much paperwork. So it's like, it doesn't matter if you get in people's way and screw up their day. (laughs) Drivers are like, oh, I ran over Kelly Benson today, but like, really just ruined my day, you know. Mainly for the paperwork. Yeah, exactly. It's a real dampener on his day. But she says, conversely, strolling texters will walk right into you without even seeing you. You could also get smacked by a shopping bag, a stroller, or even an oversized purse. Sidewalks are really obstacle courses. Beware. I'm noting that one down. That is a hot tip. That should be in the hot tip section. Exactly. That should be a a special You know what I like to do occasionally Mm -hmm. in London? When it's raining and people all have their umbrellas out and they're not being careful about where they're going... I like to hit the corner of their umbrella and pretend that they got me in, like, the face or the eye. What's an obstacle course out there, really? Well, they should be more careful. When I have an umbrella, I purposefully lift it super high the second there's anyone around so that I don't do that. It's just umbrella etiquette, really, isn't it? It's also just good performance practice, you know, when I'm not working. Oh. Bit of improv. Yeah. Is that how you do it? (laughs) Yeah. But better than that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I see. So, with no regard for thematic continuity whatsoever, the next page is dominated by a header that says, Get leggier legs. And she um, explains that by saying, On April the 10th, 2009, an article about me in Harper's Bazaar captioned one of the photos, She's got legs. I was born blessed with long, lean legs, but I work very hard to keep them looking the way they do. I'm tall, but I could just as easily have long, large... What? (laughs) (laughs) this is the problem with kelly is that i don't know if i've just transcribed it wrong or whether i have transcribed it correctly and she's just written a terrible sentence she says long large i was born (laughs) she says i was born blessed with long lean legs but i work very hard to keep them looking the way they do i'm tall but i could just as easily have long large legs yeah I get her. Oh, okay. I'm I'm understanding her language. I, She's saying I'm tall, but I just as easily could have had long, large legs. <laughs> it's not a great sentence. It's not going to win other bullets. Surely, the way it's structured, it should be like I should have. I could have had long, large arms or something. I don't know. Long, large ears. That- no. Oh, okay. No. What are you talking about, James? No. It's she's saying I have long, lean legs. Right. Which I work very hard <laughs> yeah. to look after, yeah. but I just as easily could have had long, large legs. I think the fact it's not a great sentence, but I think we're quibbling. I think we're making. I think, I think we're mating. We're ma- <laughs> I think we're mating. <laughs> and mating is hot. I think we're not. <laughs> well, well, all that's math. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> She's getting to you. She's- You're transitioning. Think- You're becoming hot. I need to go and read like some Charles Dickens. I need to read some dense Victorian prose so that I can remind myself what a sentence sounds like. All that matters is that long and large is not hot. I'm personally offended. Well, she says, in case you were wondering now, she's quick to clarify. Unfortunately, I can't give you my legs, but I can help you to be the best you you can be. No, that didn't clarify. Well, she's saying you might have long and large legs, hence your offence at not being hot. And she can't give you her legs, unfortunately. But what she can do... I don't want do, her legs. She's, well, she, okay, well, good. She doesn't matter then. She's going to give you the wisdom that you need to learn to love your long, large legs so that you can be the best you that you can be. And if you're the best you that you can be, you are... Fill in the blanks. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> I... <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> but I feel like... But I feel like what she was saying was... Was that she's going to show me how to have long lean legs rather than how to love my long large legs. Okay, Ellie, this is a recurring theme in the book where she puts something out there and promises that you're going to get something and then she does not deliver and then just completely moves on to something totally unrelated. Okay, sort of like our podcast. Exactly, general, yeah, but... yeah. So we take a hard right in the podcast and also oh. in the book as we continue on with Kelly's advice for how to avoid the freshman 15 
And it's essentially a list of what she refers to as Kelly rules. And this is another thematic um, through line in the book is that she likes to take something that's like a very normal concept that we all understand and then just um, Mm. put Kelly or KKB as a at at the beginning in order to like coin a new term. What's the freshman 15? I think it's, um, isn't that in, in America when you go to college and you like, you know drink loads and you know just eat whatever you want and then you okay. like you put on 15 pounds i think so it's the freshman 15 oh okay so it's like a young cool person exactly thing that i don't know about right. okay so um her advice varies from the quite sinister i would say get rid of any negative thoughts negative town isn't fun town to the nonsensical for every cheeseburger and fries you owe me 12 cartwheels on the quad with your friends to um what i would say is quite racially insensitive she says if you starve yourself for a day because you want to lose weight for homecoming you owe me five minutes of sitting indian style in a corner and meditating on why you thought that was a good option and i don't know about you that last one is it's a weirdly effective deterrent because again the idea of like being forced to meditate in a corner while kelly ben simone shouts at me yeah she's got a very strict edge on this but also I find it really weird, the contradiction of like, like if you starve yourself for a day to try and lose weight, like if you have that negative relationship with food, then like, I'm telling you, you've got to check yourself whilst promoting being like, if you eat a cheeseburger, you owe me 12 cartwheels, which completely encourages an idea that food has to have like a trade off with something related to like weight loss and exercise well i i think what the key is here ellie is that it's all about um you can have those thoughts but it's how you brand those thoughts and how you um you phrase them in your head because what's crucial is you don't want them to be negatively phrased thoughts you want them to be positive thoughts because if they're negative thoughts then you're in negative town and we don't want to be in negative town we want to be in fun town okay i think i may be too negative for kelly's hotness transitional program to work but continue and then she she closes out the tuesday chapter by encouraging us to do one thing every oh day. lord we're only on tuesday yeah. oh god no, we gotta hey being hot isn't an easy fix it, it's a long <laughs> drawn out that's horrible not the first process. time i've heard that sadly <laughs> right continue please bring tuesday to a close so what you need to do is to bring tuesday to a close is you need to do one thing every day that takes you out of your comfort zone and ellie if you're stumped for ideas because you're in negative town she helpfully provides you with some i I don't know about you truly wacky examples um that do just that such as try a fruit you've never eaten or try tap dancing and then she's (laughs) And just to round off the point, she says there's truly nothing more foolish than sitting on your butt when you could be moving your body and having fun. Are you enjoying this? Do you think it has? Do you think this has? I legs? love oh, it. Okay, good. I think it really has legs. I just. But does it have leggy legs, or are they long and large <laughs> legs? <laughs> oh, we're having fun, oh, aren't we? Take me... We're not hot we're... yet, but oh, we're having we do fun. We have fun, don't we? <laughs> exactly. I'm right out of negative town. Yeah. Take me to Wednesday. Take me to Wednesday. So Wednesday is entitled Diet Equals Die with a T. (laughs) 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 So maybe this is going to enlighten you a bit on your worries about kind of like negative thoughts around food. Okay, okay. Maybe I've been too harsh. So she says, I don't believe in diets. There we go. Diets are for people who want to get skinny. I want you to be happy. If you feel good about yourself, you'll make good choices. If you starve yourself to be skinny, you'll be undermining your sense of self-worth and you'll be unhappy every day. Eating well, a variety of high quality, fresh, unprocessed foods is for people who want to be happy. And if you're not happy, you won't be hot. Happy is always better than skinny. I don't know about you. Okay, thank you, Kelly. I wrote in my notes, it's like one of those IQ tests, you know, where it's like, melancholy is to sadness as happy is to skinny, but hot is equal to happy. (laughs) So diet equals die plus tea. It did, it did like melt my brain a little bit. I feel like there's like a slow erosion process going on. Well, it's like drama school. I feel like she's knocking us down to build us back up and mold us into our new mm. hot selves i <laughs> i haven't been to drama school so i feel like i was never broken down to be built back up i just have like layers of sediment growing on top of, <laughs> <laughs> of 
my half-warmed thing. <laughs> just a dirty husk. Just a crusty yeah. old husk. <laughs> <laughs> so, <sighs> Kelly tells us that all women fall into two categories, overachievers oh, right. and underachievers. Being an overachiever is good, and being an underachiever is bad. Here are some things you can do to become an overachiever. Make good choices. When in doubt, have fun. Keep smiling. And then she starts to kind of like glitch out at this point and she says, stay positive and move forward. This is your last try at today. Yesterday may not have been great, but today is better. You just need to see it that way. The choice is up to you. Okay, this is getting very like those motivational posters with pictures of kittens and like daffodils. Except those make sense. I also would like to, my therapist would also disagree that overachieving is good and underachieving is bad I oh think go on both potentially fall into the bad category well i feel like if you're overachieving you're you're um surely putting pressure on yourself and those that's a negative thing and those are negative thoughts and so you're just that's a one-way ticket to negative town that's a one-way ticket to not hot that's what it is <laughs> i think i'm getting the hang of this like inadvertently but i think i i, I think i've got it <laughs> by god i think he's got it <laughs> It's like My Fair Lady, but Kelly's the one like turning us into a hot lady. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so once again, completely off kilter, she um, leads us into some sort of extended metaphor about cars. She says, I've already said that you need to treat your body like a Ferrari, but maybe you prefer a Maserati, an Aston Martin, a Corvette, or even a Bentley. Whatever your luxury car of choice, if you treat it well, it will increase in value. If you treat it like a bargain rental car, it's just going to wear out. And being worn out is... Wednesday. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not hot. <laughs> what kind of car would you be, James? What kind of car do you think do you, you know are? what? Cars is one thing I really don't give a shit about. I'd just be like a... I'd be a Honda Accord. Yeah, I think I'd be a Volvo. But thing is as well, I'm no... Even though I said that I don't know anything about cars, I'm no expert. However, one thing I do know is that cars famously depreciate in value from literally the very second that it's been bought. Do you remember that scene in OC with Alexis mm. when they were in Costa Rica? And then she was saying like, yeah, that's how we're rich. You know, like we buy cars and then like we sell them on and make a profit out of them. And even them, even the likes of Vicky Gumbleson and Tamara were like, that's not how you make money by buying and selling cars. That doesn't work. Don't tell me that yes. you don't learn anything from the Real Housewives. I'm so sorry. When you said OC and I'm aware that we are running a housewives podcast but my brain went straight to like misha barton uh, and like the oc and i was like quickly like scanning through all of these seasons being like alexis selling cars (laughs) in the oc get those negative Um, thoughts out of your head those negative non-housewives related thoughts (laughs) mistake i'm back i am just in time for another hot tip list alert so this one is of model diet secrets that don't work Okay, so I'm going to test you now. I'm going to uh, throw out a diet and you have to guess okay. whether it works or it doesn't work. Yeah? Mm, okay. Eating Kleenex to make yourself feel full. Oh, that's the one I sort of threw out at the beginning. I'm going to guess that that doesn't work. Does not work. Well done. Right. That would have been a real curveball <laughs> if she'd come straight in being like, yes, that one's good. Would recommend. <laughs> The graham cracker diet. Sounds yummy. It does. Isn't like, uh, this is very like un-American of me, but when I hear graham cracker, I think cheesecake. Um, It's it's what they use to make s'mores. Yeah, these, I'm, I'm like, the graham cracker diet's just made me hungry. I'm like, yes, please. Uh, I'm going to guess it also doesn't well work. Well done, Ellie. Okay, one more and then, okay. and then we'll be done. For £100. We'll never be done. Drugs. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do not work, Ellie. No? No. Oh, God, I need to go rethink some things. <laughs> well, Kelly's not just talking out of her ass here. She's talking out of experience. And she says, when it comes to food oh. choices, I've probably made every mistake in the book. So I don't know about you. I'm thinking at this point, like, oh, okay, what mistakes could this be like is something really terrible happened maybe she's talking about like she did drugs back in exactly like back in like paris fashion week in the 90s and she fainted or something on the runway but no 
She tells us a story about how she ate Chinese chicken soup before giving birth to her first daughter, and it made her sick. So she... (laughs) (laughs) So she ate a turkey sandwich before giving birth to her second daughter, and she didn't get sick. You are kidding me! No, that's, that's the story. I don't have the patience for this. We have a more embellished story as well, um, if you care to okay. sit through it. Not really. On the last day of my juice fast, I took my older daughter to a Yankees game where we gorged on sushi. And then she puts in brackets, yes, they have sushi at Yankee Stadium. As a result, I was stuffed and blinded by carbs when A-Rod came up to bat and hit a home run. Was I able to savor that A-Rod moment with my daughter? Absolutely not. I was in a food coma. Will I ever let myself be thrown into a food frenzy again? No. Lesson learned. I made another stupid food choice. And because of that choice, I missed that home run moment with my daughter. From now on, when I go to a Yankees game, I'll have a small hot dog instead. I want you to do the same. Verily. Wow. You know what? (laughs) All this time, I was slightly dismissing Kelly as someone who hadn't really had the life experiences of, uh, of someone from whom I would want to like take these weighty words of wisdom and mm-hmm. I stand corrected I had no idea I'm feeling very <laughs> humbled so you should be that's the effect so Kelly inexplicably and I think that this is just going to be the mode de jour, uh tells us that a plastic cup that says forced family fun makes a smoothie go down with a giggle I'm sorry what <laughs> a plastic cup that says forced family fun makes a smoothie go down with a giggle. Yep, you saying it a second time did not make that any clearer to me. (laughs) Shall I try a third? Nope. (laughs) Well, I'm shocked because I have this incredibly vivid image of Kelly sitting cross-legged on her kitchen counter, holding this novelty cup and then laughing manically by herself about how funny it is. (laughs) Yeah, and then like force-feeding it to one of her children while she like pinches their nostrils (laughs) shut and like tips their head back. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're onto it. You love a juice cleanse! (laughs) (laughs) And then on the next page, Kelly takes a brief aside in another feature box labelled Hot Button Issue, which is different Mm. to a KKB hot hot tip. Okay. To um, expound upon her favourite delicacy, as we all know, the humble jelly bean. The Kelly bean. A KKB bean. And then you might be thinking, this is a chance for her to set the record straight uh, about one of her many contradictions. And... That's not the case. She says, if you're a fan of The Real Housewives of New York City, you probably remember that on season three, I took a lot of flack for eating jelly beans and talking about processed and unprocessed foods. I was actually making light of that food snob moment. Who stops at a gas station and asks for carrots? Did you bring your organic food cooler with you on this road trip? The important thing is not to be a food snob. When in doubt, choose the best option. Sometimes it's better to be happy than it is to be right. Was I able to make my point? Clearly it wasn't in the cards at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Such a complete misunderstanding of what happened there. I don't think anyone had any issue with Kelly eating processed food or her choice of jelly beans. It was only coming straight off the back of her saying that she didn't eat processed food. Anyway, you know that. I don't know why. She knows that. We all know that. It's the elephant in the room. It's such like a, as we said before, such a Donald Trumpian move where it's like just waterboarding uh, you with this verbal diarrhea and it, one thing that doesn't link so to another annoying. thing. And you try and make sense of it until you're just so beaten down. You're just like left just blinking and just going along with it just because it's easier and she wins by default. Just because it's easier. Exactly. Was I able to make my point? Clearly it wasn't in the cards at the moment. Genius. I'm going to use that. She's playing chess while we're all playing checkers. She's operating on a high Absolutely. level. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, the, the mention of organic food really triggers Kelly and we are hurled immediately into a diatribe about how expensive it can be to buy organic. And it is, you know, I think that's something that we can all relate to. You know, she's just like one of us, you know, she has to watch her wallet as well. She says, I recently Sure, watched- top tip, by the way, quickly yeah. to anyone living in the UK. I watched a documentary last night uh on the bbc that was saying that apparently um the suppliers that supply their fruit and veg to whole foods uh also supply to aldi so get on it guys yeah 
Apparently it's the that's same a, fruit and veg. That's a good hot tip. Thank you, Ellie. Exactly. Get out your little notebooks. Write that down. <laughs> write that down. And go and buy yourself some bananas. <laughs> or try a new fruit. Exactly. Try a wacky new Whilst fruit. tap dancing, if possible. Live life on the edge. So she says, I recently walked out of an organic market having paid $400 for just three bags of groceries. Easily done. However, it becomes very clear that Kelly has no idea what organic even means. She says, organic, in any case, seems like something of a misnomer to me. I'm sure it does. She says, I know the Food and Drug Administration has regulations for certifying foods organic. But to me, for foods to be truly and totally organic, they would have to be grown in a test tube or a greenhouse with no exposure to the natural elements. What? That's the opposite of organic. What's... God... But she's saying, it's not even like she's talking out of ignorance. She's saying, I know what the actual definition designated by the FDA is of organic. I'm just choosing to not follow that. I want to know what she bought. Jelly beans, probably. For all we know, she still thinks they're organic. I mean, you can say. So we're going to round out Wednesday here with another little crumb of health guidance. And once again, I really worry about the safety of Kelly's daughters because she says, plate your food as if it were being served to you in a fine restaurant. Use a fancy foreign accent as you invite everyone to come to the table. Or try saying it in French. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try that tonight. I'm having people over for dinner. Yeah. Don't tell, don't tell them anything. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> and then get that novelty cup out and laugh at it. Oh, and force feed them some orange juice. That is wonderful. I thought you were going to say a fancy fork or like a fancy piece of cutlery. <laughs> fancy foreign accent's not where I saw that no, going. No, I don't know about you, James, but <laughs> I, I just don't know if I could do the rest of the week for another hour in one sitting. I think my bed is like groaning underneath me. It's desperate to get me up and out. Even just basic objects that aren't sentient have had enough. They're really protesting, having to be endured. They have had enough. Yeah. (laughs) Although I have really enjoyed slash endured uh, the last like hour of talking through Kelly's um, hot novel. And I, I do... In spite of myself, I do kind of want to know how it ends. So, oh, Of course, you can't back out now. We're only halfway there to hotness. We're only halfway to hot. You can't yeah. stop the transition. No. So I I kind of want to, um, to, to return for the second half. I'm so excited you said that because I have a lot more notes to get through. A few another 3,000 notes to get. It's good. I really think that I'm going to go off and take those hot tips and let them settle in. And I feel like I'm going to be a whole different person by the time I come back to you. Okay. Well, while you um, let that simmer and, you know, work on your hotness, should I just... Oh, I'll be doing cartwheels across my patio. <laughs> okay. While you're doing that, um, I'm just going to say to everyone, thank you so much for joining us this week on the Housewives Archives. Make sure to click subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Housewives Archives so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, we'd also really appreciate a rating or tell your friends about the show. Word of mouth is so important with this kind of thing. It really helps helps us out. Thank you for joining and we'll see you next time. Bye. I'm off to have a Nando's. <laughs> hot. Extra hot.